0: Learning is about discovering your best way to success. Welcome to the Power Hour, Season 2018. Our question today is, how can I improve my performance? Because, let's admit, we are all challenged with improving our performance every day. Because we can't just continue growing in an environment where... Growth perhaps is from the outside, triggered by the outside, triggered by the markets, triggered by opportunities. We also have to grow inside so that we can keep pace with the changes that are happening. So how can I improve my performance and grow at the same speed like everything around me is growing? Welcome to the Power Hour. This is your power hour where you can discover something. Perhaps in this power hour, you can discover something that you're already are doing and you get the confidence of doing something really good. Perhaps in this power hour, you have an idea about something you could start doing. Or could it be that in this power hour, you notice something that you could be doing a little better? Maybe in this Power Hour, you discover what is holding you back and you have a breakthrough and start doing something totally differently. This is your Power Hour with me, your host, Coach Colin, and I am your skipper on your journey in mastering your leadership. So this is a new season of the Power Hour. The season where we look into the power to perform. The power to perform is a framework that allows you to look deliberately into those areas where you feel you might be already doing a good job or areas where you feel you're a little weak. Because, come on, let's admit, we all have our favorite sides. We all have our dark sides as well. And we know that there are some areas where we could do it just a little bit better next time. And there are some areas where we are proud of our performance. But when we are leading our team, we also understand that our team has the same situation, which means our individuals in the team, they also have their preferences and they also have their dark sides. And when you start looking at all these, how they overlap, you suddenly realize that as a leader for a team, you have to... Work with all your sides that are working and leading your team with all areas that develop your team, but with all areas that allow to, you know, create the performance in your team because you don't know on which side you might be losing out. That's why you have to develop the flexibility, the breadth, the depth to cover everything and The power to perform is exactly that. We're going to look into the different areas that you could master step by step to be really leading your team. Let's take a look back. Last week, um, I was in Brazil in a workshop with some very dear colleagues and sales managers And, of course, we were talking about coaching. Of course, we were talking about the power to perform. And we had a great time in the conference there with all the salespeople and, of course, the sales managers. And we had such a great time talking about different topics with Fernando, Nilton, Carlos and Bruno. And there was Jacques and Marcelo and Cristiano and Sebastiao and Rogerio and Fabio. And at this point, a special shout out to my friend Atilio. Glad you're in the team. And I wasn't going to spend all that time going back and revisiting with this amazing team. Instead, I would like to share something that happened to me when I got back. I got home and, of course, I went back to my gym. And those who know me, you know that um, I like to go to my gym. And, you know, after after 10 days flying around the world, not being at the gym, things really happen because you, you notice that and you recognize that you haven't been at the gym for quite some time. And this is the moment where you actually, you know, you think about dreading that experience at the gym and you're imagining how you're going to have muscle ache and how tiring it's going to be. And I was standing at, at the gym there and my, um, my coach, Oscar, He was in front of me and he was explaining exactly the different steps of the work of the day that we're going to do. And he was sharing how we're going to do power cleans and how we're going to do thrusters and how many reps we're going to do and how many burpees we're going to do. And after his explanation, of course, he asked any more questions and I gazed at him and I thought again, why am I doing this? I know it's going to be painful, but why am I here? Why am I doing this? And that is really where all the performance starts because he explained very nicely everything that we needed to do. And I could rationally understand it on all the exercises and at the same time also had the emotional connection because I had done these exercises quite many times before and I knew how strenuous they were going to be. I knew how painful they were going to be. And there he was asking any more questions and I am asking myself, why am I here? Because if you know why you want to do things, then of course you have that moment of motivation, that moment of desire, of really want to give everything so that you start moving. Because once you have done that, then of course you can figure out, what really you're going to do in detail and where you're going to put your effort and where you're going to put your priority and where you're going to put your focus so that you really succeed and when you start succeeding and you have your priorities in place that's when you can start improving your performance that's when coach Oscar he comes up to me and says Colin you want to put your elbows a little higher because then it's easier when you lift the bar and he's rightly so and that's the fun part when he starts recognizing the progress. And even I start recognizing the progress because this time what was different, I didn't have less weight on the bar than two weeks before. And I was quite proud of myself because normally I know that I'm losing about 10% of weight performance when I'm back in the gym per week. But this time I didn't. So I had the performance. I had the, the progress in this sense of not losing on my performance and I felt very happy because these are the elements that really make the difference when it's about performing first of all of course you want to set in your mind you want to set the new standard and I did that but not backing out of the fact that I was going to the gym that was my standard I was going to do that on the first night I got home I was going to go, go to the gym and I decided what I wanted to do Because that's the regular thing for me to go into the gym. And I know, and I knew why I wanted it. Because that split second when Oscar asked that question, any more questions, and my mind fired off the challenge internally again. Why are we doing this? It's going to be painful. I knew why I wanted it. It could have been so easy to override that question and override that feeling. Because, let's face it, the pain is much stronger than that moment of thinking, I'm doing this because... I want to live in a healthy and strong body. Then, of course, I can choose what needs to change and I can accept these exercises and I can see how I can focus on those exercises where I need to focus on because they're good for me and I can start doing the changes I need to do and ask even Oscar, well, how can I do better here? And he gives me tips and I recognize the progress. Because this all together, these are the master skills for success. And these are the master skills for any success. It doesn't really matter whether it's personal success, whether it's at the gym, whether it's health, whether it is relationships, whether it is business, whether it is whatever it is you're looking into. These are the master skills. And when we look at the master skills, we can think about a circle that starts on the right-hand top corner where you write the goals, the vision of What is it you want to achieve and why do you want to achieve it? That's where the goals are. And then when when you have the goals, you start thinking about, well, how can I achieve these goals? And that's where the strategy comes in, in sort of the second quarter. The strategy where you decide on your priorities, where you're going to spend your time and when you're going to choose certain things over other things. And when you have... That strategy in place, that is when you want to know, well, how can I really do things? That is perhaps the area where learning plays a big role because that is where the actions come into place, the actions that will lead to the results, where the results in the fourth quarter on the top right-hand side of the circle, that is where the results should actually bring you closer to the goals. And it becomes a circle, like an eternal circle, because those results, of course, lead to some impact on the goals. It's never going to be perfect. You're not going to achieve your goals all the way. So that is why you have a new gap and you start thinking about, well, okay, in the next period, in the next half year, in the next three months, in the next week, what is, what are my goals there? And you think about a new strategy and that strategy leads to new actions and those actions accumulate and you get new results and that is how the circle continues and continues. Which means that if you don't know what it is you want to achieve and why you want to do it, where is the motivation going to come from? It is just going to fall flat. Or you have this motivation that you want to do something and you know why it is, but it's not developing a strategy. Then it just becomes a dream. Or you even have a dream and... And you put a strategy in place, but there is no action. That is when it starts to become frustrating because you know you're losing out. And if you have actions and you don't see any results, you might start scratching your head and and think about, well, am I really doing the right actions here? Can I have somebody who can help me so that I really get the traction, have impact on my results? And these are the master skills that wherever we are, We have to make sure that we maximize on those master skills personally as much as when we are leading our team. And that is what the power to perform is about, to have a detailed look at these master skills one quarter after another quarter to see, well, what is it that is going to make me and my team more effective and more efficient in achieving the the results so let's have a look into the first quarter, just um, a moment where we have a look to see, well, what really happens there when we start talking about the goals and the targets that we want to achieve in that first quarter? Because <clears throat> when you start thinking about these things, you suddenly realize that there is actually a story that goes with that vision, that communication that you have either the, the self-talk that you have with yourself or that communication that you have with your team, a story that would motivate them in a vision, an image or whatever there is, something that they would capture and feel motivated to follow this goal and follow this change. Because that story is something that you as a leader would want to formulate and communicate so that your team can... Follow that image and follow that vision and say, yes, this is something that I would want to be part of. That is something that I want to achieve and I really want to be part of it because I know why it is important and why it is good for me. And to create these, this, this vision, this bold vision, you, you have to think about a couple of elements which actually have an impact here so that you can you can create that story of change. The first thing that you would want to think about in creating your bold vision is to understand where is your baseline because that is the first B in the bold vision, right? Because the baseline gives you an idea of where you stand today. Remember what I just said in the gym two weeks ago? Um, I knew exactly where I was at lifting my weights. Two weeks after coming back into the gym, I could compare. And that level of comparison is extremely important so that you have the opportunity to see whether any of the changes you're putting into place, whether they actually have an impact. Because nothing is more frustrating than putting actions into place and following up and not being able to compare. So the most important thing you want to start with, understanding the baseline. The baseline, where were you last week or where were you last year? So that At the end of the period, like at the end of the year, you can compare yourself and feel that feeling of proudness, of success, of progress in comparison to your baseline. The second thing that you would want to look at, which is the O in the bold, is to be clear about the outcome. Because the outcome is something that you would want to achieve, even if you don't know what exactly it is you want to achieve. But this is sort of direction where you're going and after the certain period you want to know that you have achieved a certain step a certain level of outcome a certain level of performance a certain achievement so that you have something to aim for the third thing that you would want to think about in this bold vision is the L which is understanding how can you then leverage the different possibilities that you have. And if you think about, like, where I was right now, if you think about the gym, you can leverage on the time, you can leverage on your food, you can leverage on your mental focus, you can leverage on the type of training that you're doing, the type of gym that you're going to, there are different opportunities. But the thing really is, perhaps not all opportunities are good at this moment in time to leverage upon, so you might be a little more selective, because what you really want to understand is What are the drivers that, or specifically, what is then the single driver that you want to focus on that will give you that indication that actually you're progressing from the baseline forward before you reach the outcome? That driver will give you an indication that things are moving, you're doing the right actions, you're taking the right actions, and you're going to progress and you're going to be successful. So that is the elements that create a bold vision it's about the baseline the outcome the leverage and the drivers these are elements of your story that you can create to to capture that motivation and that fascination about where this journey is going and this will allow your team to understand what is going to change and why it is important in the next quarter, which is now the bottom right-hand side, it's all about the strategies, right, and the priorities. And here, when you understand how you're going to achieve these things, um, the discussion ends with a certain amount of priority and, um, and, and decisions around how you're going to use the resources. And that means that in your communication towards your team, after you have got the buy-in from everybody that they want to uh, follow your goals and follow your vision, your story now changes a little bit because now you're talking about maintaining the priority with ease, maintaining the decisions that you have taken so that you are sure that you're going to reach your goal. And these decisions are actually around the blueprint how you're working because you're going to check in on your blueprint to see which areas of your way of working needs to be improved which means when you check in on your work blueprint there are four things that play a role here and work blueprint names w-o-r-k which means these four elements we offer within the power to perform we offer a standardized way to help you to see, well, in what priority, in what strategy do you want to change your work blueprint so that you can become better. And the first thing is we offer a standardized workshop, a workshop which simulates the process, which simulates your work blueprint step by step so that you can run every person through this blueprint to see what is really happening. And when you want to see something, that is where the second letter comes in, the O from the work blueprint, because that is where you can make observations. And the observations allows you to compare. Now, okay, what should the blueprint be? And what is the reality of the people going through the work blueprint? Then, of course, when you see that difference or you see the match between the blueprint and the observations, then you are... In the moment where you take reflections, which is the third point of the WORK, the work blueprint, because together with your team, together with the individuals, you start reflecting about your observations. You're reflecting about the gaps that you see between the blueprint and the reality. You're reflecting between the strong parts, between what you have seen with your team and what you want to achieve. And finally, in the K of the Work Blueprint, of course, you will draw conclusions around the key steps of the improvements that you want to take. And without those key steps, all the the check-in that you do on the Work Blueprint would actually be in vain because those key steps should help you take a shortcut towards the goals that you need to achieve. And this shortcut is then in relationship to the actions you need to take, which brings us into the third section of the power to perform framework. And the third section is, of course, about the people taking action. It's about about putting those decisions that you have had around the improvements into action, into a plan, so that the people can start to learn new things and start progressing around the elements that you need to improve so that you really achieve your goals. Because you know the saying, if you if you continue doing what you've always done, you will always get what you've always, always got. Which means that when you look at the goals and you're increasing the expectation around the goals and you're trying to create a vision where you haven't been before, of course you have to do things differently. And this is really where the rubber hits the road as you could say because this is where you want to coach the plan changer and coaching the plan changer means that that is where you as a leader you want to be there with your team to make sure that things actually change and the changes can be done in in these four steps from the plan changer and it is P L A N, the plan changer because of course you know that you would want to plan the actions. I'm quite sure that you're already quite in the business of planning actions. But when you discuss actions with your team, you want to look out for the actions that perhaps you have not done before. Those actions where people are a little cautious and hesitant to propose them because they don't really know what if they work because they have never done it. It is easier to do actions that you've always done, but then you're running possibly into the trap that you get results you always got. So that is where, very carefully, you want to be planning those actions and finding the right balance between what is safe and what is interesting to learn, because that is exactly the L in the plan changer. You want to learn new things, which means... Those actions where you're not certain whether it gets the results, that is exactly where you want to focus your intention as a leader because it might be a good idea to do an action that you've never done before and it might be a good idea to, to ask somebody else for reference, for experience, for input how to do that. But to really get the output of that action, to get the impact on the goals and specifically impact on the driver that you're looking for, You would want to adjust that action which means that you would want to be clear with the person who is taking that action is what are the expectations around the outcome, around the impact, around the influence of the drivers because come on, we're all human because we very often run into the trap that we try something out one time and we discover it was either hard or it didn't work as we expected. We didn't get quite the result and duh, we stop doing it. And that is exactly where your change process, your your plan changer then falls flat because those might be exactly those actions that you would want to follow through to make sure that you really learn how to get the impact. And what keeps the impact going is actually when people start taking actions on new things, they start learning new steps, To start learning new, getting new experience and you're adjusting through your coaching, you're adjusting the focus on the impact and making sure that you're getting what you want. That is where the end comes in and the plan changer because that is where your communication plays a big role because you want to note the changes that are happening there so that you can communicate the changes to the other people. That is where you want to share the facts about these changes to the peers, to the colleagues, to the team so that this one change where somebody got successful, that that change actually starts spreading. So it's not only a question of ticking the boxes around the actions that have been planned. It's not only a question of measuring whether you got the impact, but it's also about sharing The small successes, sharing the small changes, sharing the extra efforts that somebody has gone through to achieve that little change that you desperately need, that you're looking for when you're looking for achieving new results. So that is the third quarter there, the bottom left-hand side, when it's about coaching the plan changer, which then leads us, of course, coming back to the hard side of things, coming back to when you're looking at the results of your power to perform, because that is where you want to think about comparing naturally the results to your expectations on the top right-hand side, which were the goals and the targets. But it's not only a question about comparing the results. Actually, a new communication towards your team is going to take place here because you want to share your hero stories with your team. So, what would be a hero story? A hero story would be a story where you are actually picking out um a situation and you're sharing how that situation was changed due to new learnings, due to new behaviors, due to efforts somebody has put in, which led to different results. And these hero stories, they are important for two reasons. The first reason is that they spread the confidence into the team that change is actually possible. And the second thing is that they also spread the confidence into other teams when we share these hero stories, that they can copy this experience, they can copy this learning and implement it in their way and speed up their results and speed up their change process even faster because they don't have to learn and start from the beginning. In this fourth quarter, you would want to take a look at the the fast business review, because it is all about reviewing where you are and reviewing the business. And the fast business review, of course, naturally, it starts with the facts. What are the numbers specifically? What are the numbers? Before you dive into the results and compare them to your targets, what are the numbers on the drivers that you expected were going to change? And this might be an angle that surprises you because the drivers should be indicating in advance whether you're going to achieve the final result or not. And that is where your focus is going to be because those are the things that your plan changer is going to influence. It's going to influence those drivers, those drivers that if you see them moving, you believe you're going to feel and achieve the final result. To make those drivers move, of course, you've got dashboards, you've got other means of of calculating and measuring around. And that is where you'd want to compare, are the drivers moving? What are the facts there? And of course, you might want to even have a look to see, is there a pattern, which means are we doing certain actions and that is why certain drivers move? Or are we missing out on other actions and that is why we're missing out on on pushing along on other drivers? In any case, every time a driver starts moving, you have to consider the fact that somebody in your team or your whole team is putting in an extra effort that is making those drivers move. And that is where an appreciation, of course, for the extra effort is due so that the people feel that they're honored that and respected for the extra work that is being put in. Now, when we see that happening and we know that the drivers are being impacted, We have to make sure that we capture that learning. We secure the change. Because nothing is more frustrating that in the next time round and you're looking to impact some drivers, you suddenly realize, I've been struggling with this point before and I have achieved a certain level of performance, but I didn't know how to secure it. So securing the changes that you have achieved there, like documenting the new behavior, documenting the new procedure, documenting the new checkpoint within the process becomes so extremely important so that you don't lose the effort that people have been putting in. And securing it in the process is the third vital part of your fast business review, so that you really secure the learning. And finally, of course, the The T of the fast business review is, yes, you want to compare the target. You want to see, are you closing the gap? Are things happening? Because that T, of course, has an impact on the next goal for the next period that you want to set. And that rounds up conducting your fast business review, which means, as a quick summary here, the power to perform allows you to Look into these four areas of the master skills. It allows you to look into the vision and the goals. And that is where we have tools. We can offer coaching. We can review review what you are doing with your team so that you can really create this bold vision where everybody buys into. And when everybody is bought into the bold vision, that is where you want to talk about, of course, the strategies and priorities. And you want to decide on the current strategy where everybody sees which is the priority that you are working with. And to be able to do that, we offer a number of elements that belong to the check the work blueprints so that you can benchmark where you stand with your team and you can compare your expectation versus reality with a work blueprint and in the third third section of course you want to close the gaps as quickly as possible based on the reflections you've had in the blueprint and that is where you start coaching the plan changer that is where you make sure that the actions and the right actions the actions that have impact on your drivers then get prioritized and executed and in a way that it really brings the change, the change that you can then see when you conduct the fast reviews with your team, because that is where you then take a factual look, a rational look of what is moving and how did we get it to move, so that you can start closing the gaps. So this gives you an overview of the power to perform, and in this season for 2018 we're going to dive into the detailed elements around the bold vision around the work blueprint around the plan changer and the fast reviews within these power hours so you can follow it step by step and you can decide for yourself which areas you want to improve and which areas specifically you feel i'm good at it i can do it you can feel proud around certain things because In my mind, I am quite sure that 80%, 90% of these things you are already doing. And the difference that we're doing here in this Power Hour is giving you the insight about why it is essential to focus on it and what should really be the outcome when you communicate a bold vision or when you start comparing your blueprint so that you become that element of higher efficiency, which you're looking for in increasing the performance with your team. So that rounds off our first power hour around the subject, the power to perform. And I'm quite sure that we will have very many interesting topics around the bold vision, the work blueprint, the plan change and the fast review that will give you an insight around how you can lead your team. And we're doing this, of course, because, I mean, we never give up, right? We never give up to believe things can be better tomorrow. And if we can be honest and open, accept and act upon what is hindering us today, that is when we can take the next step and be just a little better tomorrow. This was the Power Hour with me, Coach Colin, the skipper to your leadership. And if you found something interesting during this Power Hour, Why not just go over and press like or even share it with one of your peers because we all want to be better and it is very rewarding to see other people getting better around us. And if you have any questions about this Power Hour or around leading your team to success, just private message me, text me, get in touch with me on Facebook or send me an email. Because always remember, I am Coach Colin and I am here to help you master your leadership.